Welcome to Texas Tech Health Check from Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center. I'm your host, Melissa Whitfield. We want you to get healthy and stay healthy with help from evidence-based advice from our physicians, healthcare providers, and researchers. Over the past year and a half, we've had to deal with uncertainty and loss. How do we cope with grieving and how can we continue to celebrate the holidays when we've lost so much? Dr. Tom McGovern from the TTU HSC School of Medicine's Department of Psychiatry is our guest for this episode, and he has advice on how we can persevere when times are tough and how we can honor those friends and family members who have died. Dr. McGovern, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do at the Health Sciences Center? Melissa, thank you for inviting me. I'm delighted to be part of this podcast. Well, the listeners will probably gather from my accent that I'm from somewhere else. I'm from Ireland. I like to describe myself as FBI foreign-born Irish, not Boston Irish or Lubbock Irish or Dallas Irish. Like Coca-Cola, I am the real thing. And uh, I've lived in Lubbock very happily for 60 years. Came originally as a priest and was in the active priesthood here in Lubbock for 20 years. Then joined the medical school, the beginning medical school, just barely born actually, when I joined the medical school in 19, let me think back, 1978-79. I've been here ever since. I'm here part-time now in the Department of Psychiatry, but... I celebrate Lubbock as my home. I love this. I love the people of this part of the world, and I'm glad to be part of your, this conversation with you. Well, thanks for coming on again. And we are going to talk about spirituality. Now, yeah. it might be something people might not expect from a health and wellness podcast, but can you tell us what is spirituality and how does it affect our health? Spirituality is that of the spirit, that which gives meaning to our lives. It's often intimately connected with religion, but not, you know, they are complementary of each other. But spirituality is that within you and I that gives meaning to our lives. It finds expression in many ways. It finds expression in prayer. It finds expression in meditation. It finds its expression in the relationship, the basic relationships we have with ourselves and with the wonderful creation all around us, with the sun, the moon, the stars, and the wonder of God's creation. So how does it relate to wellness? Well, within all of us, we have this place we can go within ourselves where we find our own basic meaning. Spirituality is highly personal, highly subjective. And I think that uh, I think that it's intimately connected with, any, with a sense of well-being in good times and in bad gives more joy to our celebrations and then gives meaning and direction to our journey of sadness and grief. How does someone who might be going through a health crisis or anticipating a crisis, how can they bring spirituality to help them cope with that or heal? Melissa, I think it's, first of all, if it's highly personal and highly subjective, highly related to the, or your journey, my journey, that in anticipating or going through hard times through suffering, it's first of all to enter with in quiet time to try to connect. It's difficult, but try to connect prayer meditation with what's going on within us. 
I think equally important with meditation and with with spirituality is the invitation and the willingness to share with somebody else. Because I think it's in the sharing of that which is special to me, special to you, when we share with each other. I think that's where the strength, the healing takes place. You were here from Ireland and other people might be here from places where they're not originally from. How can they go about finding someone to share with them if they, they're busy with work, they're busy with their lives, they might not have had time to make friends? Well, you know, it's a two-way street. First of all, the willingness on my part to connect, to reach out to somebody else. And then, on the other hand, that we become receptive to each other for instance, saying hello to a stranger. It's the most wonderful thing when someone greets me and I greet them back when I walk in the morning around the park. People I don't know, I say, hello, how are you? Doing well, how are things going? And I've had the most, in, in my lifetime, maybe it's my temperament, being Irish, I don't know what, but I think, you know, it's important to be able to, to, to realize that we are all God's children, children of the Holy One by the very fact that we're human. We have individual cultures, individual religions, you know, that identify us in a, in a certain way, but they don't separate us. So I think it's this ability, willingness, openness to sharing, to reaching out, that that is very important. We get so darn busy, though, busy, busy, busy. Turn off cell phones. Turn off whatever is, you know, is part of our work certainly but it also can be a distractor and spend some time communing within and then share with others like I said before joy sorrows and all that lies in between some people might find it difficult to be a part of organized religion can you expand a little bit more on what spirituality includes yes spirituality and religion go they go hand in hand but they're not necessarily, one does not exclude the other. And I think that within every human being, there is the ability to commune with the divine, with the Holy One, the God of our understanding, the Holy One of our understanding. And this is across all the great religions, but it begins, I think, with a personal conversation. And it's in that intimate personal conversation that I find the basis for prayer, for understanding. Now, we are social beings, and I think what religion does is it brings people together to celebrate that which is within, which is a divine gift, and then join in a community that gives expression to what we bring to the church, to the synagogue, to the mosque, wherever we go, wherever we find the solace and the support of our religious convictions. Speaking of solace, how would you comfort someone going through a difficult time and also their family especially so you know this podcast i don't know exactly who we're going to air but if it's airing over the holidays especially i think we need to include those who have died recently or perhaps a little time back we need to include them in our celebration we need to include them at the table when we gather you know, memories are so, so wonderful. And the, when we share memories with each other, share memories of loved ones, they live. And, 
you know, I, the, we have all different expectations, maybe beliefs about life after death. But for me, there is a life after death and there is a celebration of the wonder of God's love. But it doesn't just begin when we die. It's here in the here and now. So as I remember my loved ones who have died at the holiday times and almost every day, heaven and earth come together. And I think it's in that it's in that it's in that wonderful sense of memory and remembering. Grief dismembers, pulls apart suffering. Remember, we put it back together again. And it's in that in conversation and sharing of the stories. You know, we don't have to make them saints before their arrival in the holy place and share. You know, the peculiarities. <laughs> The annoyances, you know, that made, you know, a character to me is something that sticks out and often sticks on other people too. So the character we know, the characters we've known in our lifetime, family members included, remembering them is so human and so healing and so essentially part of what it means to be a human being. Especially since, as you mentioned, during the holidays, our families gathered together and how, how do we celebrate through the difficult times, whether it's the loss of a loved one or the loss of a job or any other kind of loss? The divorce, the many, many heartbreaks that people go through. It's, it's, um, it's first of all, to acknowledge the suffering. You know, I don't think that hope is something you superimpose on suffering, like you bring hope and then the suffering. It's when you live through the suffering, you find the hope. And if I'm grieving a loved one, it's by accepting the loss, the emptiness, the hole with you know the hole within me, and then acknowledging myself, talking to the loved one, and then in turn, hopefully having a safe place where I can share those feelings with somebody else. See, that's where the healing comes from, and that's where the connectedness comes from. And at the risk of being repetitive, which at my age, have almost 87, I'm entitled to be. It, that's when heaven and earth come together and we're all joined together as in the wonder family of, of, of the God of our understanding and, and then Christ in the Christian tradition. So for most of us who have suffered a loss, it's not just around the holidays that we might feel sad. How can we remain resilient? How do we cope with that when we don't have other things like dinners to distract us? Precisely. You know, grief, grief is part of living, it's part of daily life if you lost, if some of a loved one dies. And it's remember that grief, grief, you know, I don't say resolve itself, that's not, that's not a good word, but grief works its way out through over time. Things will get better. You know, in my grieving in my lifetime, people that I could talk to, they, they, they listened to me in my grief. They didn't try to, oh, give a fix, give a religious fix, or oh, pray about it and it'll go away. No, no, no. I'll sit with you, I'll stand with you, I'll be with you. And it's to have somebody in your life that can really, our group, that can stand with you, that you can share with. And that could be several persons, but it can be just one, one person that you can truly confide in and that you can support and that you can call. I'll be there for you. I want to share a story with you. It's it's sad in a way, but it, it illustrates in my early work at the hospital. Well, I've worked around hospitals all my life. 
in the time I was a priest and then subsequently at the medical school. But this young woman was the early days of AIDS and, you know, what she was suffering from, she, she had a disease that she was dying from, but at the same time she had the opprobrium and the condemnation of lots and lots of other people. So I talked to her and uh, what she said to me was, and there's nobody to stand with me. I said, I, I will talk to you, but I was also able to find a community of people who, and they're there, who, who talked with her. And she, and she didn't die alone. She died in the, com, in the communion, in the community of people who cared for her. I think that's taught me a, a great lesson about grieving is that to have somebody to stand with you. Not, I can't take it away from you. It's yours, but I can stand with you. I think there's a story of, you know, we can always remember, we, we may not remember the people we laughed with, but we'll always remember the people that sat with us in the grieving moments and who supported us. Well, thank you so much for talking to us about spirituality. Is there anything else you would like to add? Melissa, you have honored me by inviting me to talk, to share this podcast. and. My final thought is the spiritual is the holy within, where we are connected with the God of our understanding, with the Holy One of our understanding. And within that wonderful, within that presence, we can be as free, free in our sorrows, in our joys, and in our all, every aspect of our lives. We're also spiritual when we connect with each other in relationships. And that's why communities of faith are always so important, that when we come together in mosques, in synagogues, churches, wherever, we gather as holy ones to celebrate our shared need to be in communion with with each other as we continue that celebration with the divine. Then above all, uh, in this holiday season, when this may air, you know, this is not the last Thanksgiving and this is not the last Christmas even, and this is not the last Hanukkah or any other holy day, holy celebration. This is one of many. So let our expectations be real. And the greatest gift, I think, of the holiday season is to be present to each other. Make that telephone call you've always wanted to make. Write that note that you wanted to make, you always was intending to do. And in that way, we can connect in true community with each other and love each other in the most practical way I know is to be present to each other. And thank you. Did you want to read your quote? Oh, yes. Um, before, before we began the podcast, uh, we, Melissa and I were talking about quotations. And this is a book, I'm not uh, touting books, but this is a one, and I have no interest in this, so I, I don't, I'm not making any commissions, but... This is a book called Anam Kara, which in Gaelic means soul friend. Spiritual Wisdom from the Celtic World by John O'Donoghue, D-O-N-O-H-U-E. You're, he talks about the soul as the place where your memory lives. And he goes on to say, and this is O'Donoghue's book, McGovern's Voice, he goes on to say, this means that as things happen in your yesterdays, todays, and tomorrows, and fall away with transients. They fall and are caught and held by the net of the eternal in your soul. And the net of the eternal in your soul is our memory, our memory place. So I think 
if there's a thought I have from this beautiful podcast we've had together, honor and treasure the memory place. Well, thank you again. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Texas Tech Health Check. Make sure to subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts so you won't miss our next episode. This information is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice. Always seek immediate medical advice from your physician or healthcare provider for questions regarding your health or medical condition. Texas Tech Health Check is brought to you by Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center and produced by Tierra Castillo, Susana Cisneros, and me, Melissa Whitfield. <laughs>